Annie, are you okay? Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you you okay, okay, Annie? And Annie, she's not okay. (laughs) No. She's knocked up. Yeah. And come on, come all, welcome to the Cousin Crib. Hi, Today we're talking about our dream pregnancy. Yeah. Disclosure, neither of us has ever been pregnant, to our knowledge. Um, But we do have a lot of ideas about what that could, would, and should yeah. look like yeah. for these cousins. Yes. Um, I have two questions to start us off. Hit me with it. One, how many times are you hoping to be pregnant? And two, at what age do you want to have your first pregnancy? Okay, these are such great questions. And there's a myriad of answers is mm-hmm. the thing because <coughs> it changes, sorry, pardon, changes daily for me because sometimes I'm like, I never want to be pregnant. Mm-hmm. Giving birth sounds like hell in a handbag. But then I'm like, I want to be pregnant. I want a baby, you know? Yeah. So I'm so back and forth, hot and cold. Same with the number of kids. Because in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to do that once, never again. But then I'm also like, I want at least three. Mm-hmm. But then I'm also like, I need to marry rich for that to happen. Yeah. Um. So those are my myriad of answers. Today, I'm feeling like giving birth. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because I'm close to my period. Sorry if that's TMI, listeners, but it's my truth. And... Additionally, I'm feeling like I want a whole herd of those little suckers. Yeah. Where are you at today? Oh, I want four and I want my first pregnancy at 29. 29, 31, 33, 35. And I just remember that you've always known that. Me, I'm always tossing the coin. You, you have your yours dead set. Yeah. Plan this out because you have then um, done some reverse planning. Yes. Backwards planning to figure out when you need to get pregnant by. And we're a little nervous about that timeline. We are because it's actually, it's not that I want to be pregnant at 29. I want to be giving birth at 29. So that's pregnant at 28. Which, I don't want to get pregnant right after I get married, so I want to be pre- married at 25, engaged at 24. And you're 23. And girl, I'm 23 and a half. Soon you're going to be engaged, but not. So I'm a little behind schedule. Yeah. Either that or we're having a quick engagement and yeah. a quick path to Shotgun wedding. Yeah. Um, I see like... I love the idea of being a young mom. So, like, I would have loved to give birth two years ago. Mm -hmm. But also, I have a life to live before I do all of that. Mm -hmm. So, as much as I would love to be a young mom, I also know that I'm always young at heart. That's so true. And I think, like, as much as I would have loved to be a young mom, too, I also love being young just me. Those are, like, two great options. Mm -hmm. So, it's, like, whichever Mm -hmm. one, Mm -hmm. cool, but this Mm -hmm. is the one that my life went down. Right. And we all have paths, and these are ours. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So, I would say I agree. Like, I want to have a child existing in this world by the time I turn 30. Yeah. But also, that's so So scary because we're 23. And a half. (laughs) And, okay, I am dreading seven years from now. I'm going to have a little one around. And seven years ago, I was a little one. We were freshly licensed drivers. Like, think back to that. Like, time in life is so crazy. Because it's just like, bop, 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 moving so slow. You blink, you miss it. There's nothing I'm dreading more than my 24th birthday. Well, like, the thing is, is we right now are in the crossroads of those two eras. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, we're caught in the middle. Skipping all the hurdles there is to obtain pregnancy. Mm -hmm. What's life for you when you're pregnant? So... I would like to be horizontal most of the time. I want to be laying when yeah, I'm pregnant. Yeah. And, like, I feel like I have seen people pregnant who are just out here glowing. And I don't know if I'm going to be one of those girls. Yeah, I don't think I will be. Actually, I could, okay, 
knowing me and like the luck I have and things, I feel like I'm going to be the most foul looking pregnant lady on there. <laughs> it's going to be like when you cry. <laughs> yeah. But I also like feel in my heart and soul and bones that I was put on this earth to be pregnant. Oh, you 100%. And so well, maybe I'm going to be that person. You were put on this earth to be a parent. Okay. And yeah, that's true. So maybe not the pregnancy. Right. I think that, because, like, you never know what's going to happen post-pregnancy, what you're going to feel, or during the pregnancy. Yeah. Like, maybe some people hate their pregnancies. Some people love it. Some people's favorite part was, my mama loved being pregnant. It was her favorite thing. I feel like I can't imagine anything more miserable. But then at the same time, I'm like, a little life in moi? Mm-hmm. Excuse? I also feel like you just getting to take take your little one wherever you go for nine months. Yeah. And, I mean, once they come out of the room, you're still going to be taking them oh, everywhere you go. Oh, will. But, like... I just love that. Imagine how close you get. And people who have uteruses, is that the plural of uteruses? Those things are so powerful. Mm -hmm. Uterus havers unite. We can create life. Yes. Like when I think about that, my, oh my goodness. Like, yes. Right now I walk around, but one day like there could be a human in there. Yeah. Growing. Yeah. And like, what's also crazy is that we're expected to just exist while growing a whole human. And that... To take a ten a tangent pause is so foul. And I'm gonna say a big F you to America for that one. No, because we need pregnancy leave, parental leave, and menstrual leave. My, <laughs> menstrual leave. Amen to that one, sister. Um, my cooperating teacher when I was student teaching was pregnant while I was student teaching, and she literally well, like I was doing the teaching at this point, which like I I don't know how she would have done it if she had to be teaching that whole time because she sat her desk all day except for when she would take her laps around the classroom or when she would have to leave because of her pregnancy nosebleeds. And, like, she was ip in that schoolhouse until three days before she gave birth. Like, are you kidding me? And I remember, like, people being, like, telling her, like, oh, wow, I can't believe you're still here. And she's like, it's not because I want to be. It's because I literally, if I I need money because I'm about to give birth to a human child and I need money in order to support that child, so I literally have to be here. And that is so messed up Mm -hmm. on America. And also on public education, I'll say it. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I... Three days before I give birth, I'm going to be laying down and you're going to be filling my glass with something like alcohol because mm-hmm. I'm about to give birth, but maybe some ice water. I'm going to be laying down. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be crying. Oh, I'm going to be crying. Don't talk to me unless I speak to you. I'm thinking about me being pregnant and the tears I'm going to shed. You too, girl, because I already shed a large quantity of tears. Me too. And already, a lot, a lot of yeah. my tears are related to my future kids. So the idea of that being closer on the horizon and me having pregnancy hormones. Yeah. Well, like a lot of my tears right now are related to Adam, which is the closest thing that I have to a child at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. And I, cause I just think about him and his little brain and his little life. Oh my God. A human child thinking about their little brain and their little life and all they can become. My throat. I've got a lump just thinking no, about it. No, one thing that literally always sends me over the edge is like thinking about my child and watching them excel, like watching them like. And not even, not even like in an Excel in a big way. I'm talking about like watching their first grade, like music class performance or like watching them tie their shoes. Like I'll cry tears of joy when they tie their shoes. Watching them like do something that they're passionate about or like discovering a new passion. But something else that makes me want to cry is thinking about them dealing with hard things. Cause it's like part of life. But like, I feel like 
our child someday, maybe they're four or five, maybe they're six or seven, they're going to have a friend who decides they don't need friends anymore. And yeah. our child is not going to understand why that's happening. And they're going to cry and be heartbroken. And I'm gonna cry right like, now. I just can't imagine being a four or five year old and being like, why won't my neighbor talk to me anymore? Because I, we used to be best friends and now she won't talk to me. And then me being the mother and being like, how do I, what? You have to explain that to them. Yeah. Ugh. And thinking about, yeah, little like, tiny heartbreak. Like, their friends don't want to play with them. They're struggling at school. Their first heartbreak, like, all those things. And I think, like, when I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about, like, young kids. But I'm thinking about that baby is always a baby to you. And thinking about, you know, somebody breaks up with them when they're 17. Or they're 21 and they don't get the job they wanted. Or they're They don't 30. get the college they want or whatever. Yeah. Or even, like, I'm thinking about... Like, thinking about how my parents will feel when I'm feeling sad for my kids and being how, like, that feeling of, like, being sad for your kids goes even when you're a grandparent. Like, your whole life. Sadness everywhere. Because we just love our offspring. Girl, love is such a double-edged sword. I can't wait to be a parent, though. Anyways, yeah, back to pregnancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I'm really excited for, rocking those maternity clothes. Okay, I was literally just thinking of, of that because I was going to ask you, are you getting a new wardrobe when you're pregnant? Yeah. I mean... Probably not right away. Right. But honestly, a lot of times I walk past the maternity section and I'm like, that's cute. And then I realize it's maternity. I know, I do too. And so I'm kind of excited to be able to wear those. Yeah, and like if you're planning on having at least four, you're going to be reusing those clothes. Because that's like recycle. four years of a wardrobe. Like that's a whole mm-hmm. wardrobe cycle for yeah. some people. Yeah. Okay, speaking of the cycle, I want to strategically plan mm-hmm. for my kids to have early summer birthdays. A, because I have an early summer birthday and I love it because it's like halfway through the year. So it's like you get like Christmas gifts and then you get your birthday gifts and they're not close together. Mm -hmm. It's also just like an exciting time of year. It's not quite summer. So like you still get a school birthday, but like you're not in the depths of school. It's a great time of year to have a birthday. And then additionally, in terms of being pregnant, if your kid's born like May 1st, that means your pregnancy starts around August 1st, which means you're not pregnant and you're definitely not very pregnant in the depths of the summer because can you imagine being eight months pregnant in like july brutal imagine being eight months pregnant july in the south if you have a july or an august birthday you need to go give your mother a hug and buy her a bottle right now like come on now yeah wow yeah no that's that's interesting so you are trying to be a freak in the sheets in august i'll say it yeah I don't know that I love the idea of all my kids having close birthdays, mm. but also me and my siblings were all born within six weeks of each other, mm-hmm. and it's never been an, an issue, so I think it could work. My cousins, there's four of them, they were all born, well, like, they all have birthdays that are within the same month. That's wild. Yeah. July's a wild time for them. Yeah. And they're all July. That poor mama. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I saw this thing though about this lady talking about how like being pregnant in the summer was fun and I just don't I, believe No, that. I think you're sweaty yeah I also think like oh I can't think about it being good in any stage because if you're in like your third trimester you're like lugging around like a body that's bigger than usual yeah. and that sounds hard and sweaty if you're in the beginning I don't think I want morning sickness in the summertime that sounds worse than morning sickness in the cold sweaty and throwing yeah. up but I think the the rationale was to have the baby like around the holidays or something but I don't think I would want to have my baby around the holidays either because then like a screaming infant 
while I'm trying to eat my turkey. Well, and additionally, if it's not the first child too, then I feel like the holiday kind of like loses its holiday magic for the older kids for a year because you're so focused on baby. Yeah. Also, if I was a baby, I wouldn't want a holiday birthday. Like, I'm glad my birthday isn't around the holidays. No, yeah, because if your birthday's around the holidays, then what's the point? Mm-hmm. Sorry to be capitalist there. Yeah. But that's what we are. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think your pregnancy cravings will be? Oh. I don't know because I feel like pregnancy cravings are so crazy because, like, I don't know if it's going to be something that I already enjoy or something so obscure. But my biggest fear is that my pregnancy craving will be applesauce. I hope mine's applesauce. I have such a deep aversion to applesauce. Mm. Like it's, I think about it. But the it. thing is, if it's a pregnancy craving, you're not going to think it's gross no, while I'm, you're doing it. I know, but then the baby will come out and I'll be like, oh my God, I'm a monster. I can't believe that I ate all that applesauce. Or you'll think they're a monster and you'll have resentment for your child right from the get-go. an applesauce eater. Yeah. I hope that my pregnancy craving has something to do with vinegar. Because I love vinegar. Do pregnancy cravings, is it something? Well, I guess it just depends. Because, like, I don't know. I don't know any, I haven't done any research on this topic. But, like, is it something that you love that you just then, like, focus on so much? Or is it something obscure? For my mom, it was stuff that was out of the blue. But it's stuff that I love. Mm. Like, when with the stuff she craved when she was pregnant with me, I love. Mm. I'm going to test my mom right now figure out what hers were. I feel like there was something about bagels with my mom. Like, she was mm. really into bacon, egg, and cheese bagels or something. And I, I do like a good bagel, but I think that's just because I'm Jewish. Yeah. I hope mine's something easy. Like, it mm. can be obscure, but, like, something you can get at the grocery store. Like, I feel like some people, it's, like, this one specific dish that this one restaurant makes and that could be hard because what if you're craving strikes in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. you know like if it's something you can just have on hand in your house all the time it's there yeah 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 this is making me a little hungry (laughs) are you pregnant god i hope not i think it's so crazy like the thought because like I have, I never wanted to be like an early, early elementary or like pre-K teacher because like I cannot in my mind like rationalize teaching a child something that I think are basic skills, <laughs> like tying my shoes or like counting to 10. Like I, it's crazy to me, but then like from when they are born until, you know, third, three or four years old, that's when a lot of that learning needs to happen in order for them to be able to like go and do like talking and all of that. Mm-hmm. And that means I'm doing it. Yeah, but I think, like, I mean, some things are intentional teaching, but a lot of it is just, like, learning by example. Like, you're talking to your kid all the time. Isn't it crazy how we learned how to talk? That is astounding to me. Like, I think about, yeah. Like, that's so cool of us. But I think you can see it, like, in many doses. Like, I think about how we pick up, like, slang or, like, phrases from, like, TikTok, and, like, our brains are still doing the same thing. Like, no one ever comes up to you and teaches you what a new, like, slang phrase means, but our brains pick it up and use it, and our brains do that for every word we know. Yes, and that's wild. so crazy. Like, the fact that, like, you are coming into this world literally knowing nothing. You are a blank slate, and then you become someone. Also, the fact that a baby can speak any language they want and, like, make those sounds, but then, like, your ability to make those sounds goes away at a certain point that's wild to me too because it's like if i had been born in chinese (laughs) if i had been born and taught to speak chinese there we go (laughs) then like i would be able to naturally make sounds that i'd have to work really hard to be able to try to produce now but it's like it's just like literally where you were born no me all my mouth's not any different that's crazy that we all like have the capacity to be any 
anything. Yeah. But like you learn those certain things. Cause some like, I remember when I was in my, my Thai era, like the tones in Thai, exactly. there's like seven or something different tones. Like trying to learn the tones, it was because it was like literally the tone that you are saying these words and it changes the meaning of the word. I like could not wrap my head around mm-hmm. that. But the fact that it's just like, you, you just do it. You just know. Yes. That is fascinating. Yeah. Life is so cool. No, life is so cool. Um, what are you packing in your pregnancy bag to take to the hospital mm-hmm. with you? Okay, I, my, I think biggest fear is like water breaking and I'm not at the hospital or something. Or like it's not like. Usually you're not at the hospital when your water breaks. No, okay, let me rephrase. I was going to, but then you spoke too soon um, trying to check me. Um, I think my biggest fear is being in the position where I have to give birth in my car. <gasps> yeah and with that being said um my hospital bag i think that is the one time that i'll be pre-packed pre-planned ready to go because one thing i'm not going to do is waste any time when my water breaks we are in the car we are going we're not packing mm-hmm. the bag the bag is packed three months out just yeah. in case and i don't know just everything comfort 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 i want to be comfortable i want to be cozy and i want that's really it i don't know what else would you pack I don't know. Yeah, definitely like a good toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Some nice PJs. Mm-hmm. Diapers for me. <laughs> yeah. Diapers for everyone. We're throwing Diapers them around. Diapers for everyone. Um, hair ties, headbands. The works. A who's, good water bottle. Who's in the room when you're giving birth? Whoever I marry. Mm-hmm. Maybe, honestly, for the birth moment, maybe just them. Yeah. With peace and love, mama, I don't know if I want her there. Here's the thing about my mother. She would either be the absolute best Mm -hmm. person to have in the delivery room or the absolute worst. And there's going to be no in between. So maybe she starts in there and I have to kick her out. Who knows? Because she's either go, 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 so on it, like whatever, brushing my hair, giving me my ice chips, what have you. Or she's interrogating the doctor about the sanitary tools. Yes. Yeah. One or the other. And she's up his ass about it. Yeah. And that's the energy we can't have in the delivery room. Yeah. I'm going to say for me, whoever I marry is there. And I want my friend Mia there. We we talked about this because I said maybe I want Mia there too. (laughs) Because I know Mia will be the mother that I need in that moment. Mm -hmm. She will just be so so kind, so comforting, like so calming. I'm, I'm almost getting emotional thinking about it because I miss her. Um, that's what I want in the delivery yeah. room. That I want my baby to see her before she Maybe sees I'll have else. a doula. <gasps> Mia should go into being that. Because, okay, my biggest fear, you're talking about your biggest fear is your water breaking and you're like not able yeah. to get to the hospital. Yeah. My biggest fear is like the doctor that I've seen time and time again throughout my pregnancy with scheduled mm. appointments, it's their day off when my water breaks. Oh, God. You know who I might actually want there is my Auntie Kim because she was a midwife. Oh, that could be good. I'll get her on call for both of us. Yes. Okay, good. Because, yeah, I feel like then if you have, like, a midwife or, like, a birthing doula or whatever, you – they're on call, like, you know, for yeah. the birth. Yeah, And then you know that at least one person you know is going to be there. Would you ever have a home birth? No. Yeah. That's, I have too much health-related anxiety. I want yeah, the do. drugs. I yeah. want the doctor in case of emergency. Mama did her pregnancy sans epidural. And one thing about me is I'm taking that That's shot. That's so admirable, but like, there's, it's not not admirable to not, mm-hmm. to take the drugs, you know, and give them to me. Mama did 40 hours labor, no epidural. And to me, I think I would rather 
stick pins in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. My mom did like 36 hours and she loves to remind me, um, you know, mm-hmm. like a day and a half before my birthday. She'll send me a text. She'll say, ah, X amount of years ago, I was in labor. <laughs> <laughs> like my birthday's not even on my mind yet. Cause that's yeah. how long ago yeah. it was. Yeah. Are you taking, are you taking classes during your pregnancy? Like to practice birth. Okay. I don't know because here's the thing. I feel like I am a pretty knowledgeable person when it comes to like child health and safety because of my extensive babysitting experience. Like I feel like I know how to how to keep a child okay. But throwing it back, student teaching, my cooperating teacher, her husband knew nothing. And so they were taking like birthing classes about like infant CPR, like how you should or should not like have them sleep and types of cribs and all those kinds of things. And I feel like maybe I would want to because I feel like I don't know. I don't I think it depends on if the person I'm marrying is equipped to handle this. And if they aren't, we're signing up for classes Mm because I'm not teaching you. But also, I feel like whenever I've like take like been charged with the the well-being of an infant, all the materials are already there for me. The crib, the diapers, the changing table, that's all there when I'm babysitting. But if I'm the one who's supplying those things, I feel like I would be so overwhelmed trying to decide which to get because the internet is a vast place. And how do I know which crib is the best? How do I know which mattress is the best? Like, I don't know all of that. How do I make that those determining choices? So honestly, I just want like a coach. Mm, yeah. Not just like a birthing coach, but like a a zero to like six month coach of like what do you get this child yeah. until they're a little bit grown yeah because i don't know i don't want to ruin it i know it's so high stakes yes it's so high stakes it's the most high stakes thing you'll ever do yes literally the most high stakes thing of your entire life but honestly we're both gonna knock it out of the park that's the thing i want us to be pregnant at the same time can you imagine oh and like then our kids can grow up being like Besties, because they'll be the exact same age. That'll be yeah. so good. And then, like, we can suffer together. And then our spouses can commiserate about us. Because one thing about us, I feel like we both have the potential to either be great pregnant girls or absolutely, oh, I'm absolutely unbearable. Not to be. I'm, you, you've seen me when I get <laughs> oh when a you're headache. sick. That's so God, nine months. You of are that? gonna be awful because <gasps> you're gonna be like my ankles are swelling. Am I, is my baby going to die? Yeah. Because the thing is, it's not going to be about me anymore. It's going to be about that baby. And that's going to get me even more worried and oh, concerned. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 Do you think when you have a child, are your health scares or like if your child, like if you notice that your child, I don't know, has a little bump on their cheek, are you going to? Okay. This is very vulnerable to put out there on the internet. But I am so legitimately worried I'm going to be a D.D. Blanchard. What's that called? Something by proxy. Munchausen. Munchausen by proxy. I'm legitimately so scared that's going to be Not Gypsy me. Rose. <laughs> I know. Ooh. I know. I'll check you. I, I, will, I know, yeah. yeah. Which is why yeah. we need to be pregnant at the same time because I can say my ankles are swelling. And you can I'll say, say me, girl, too. me too. <laughs> yeah. That's part of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was vulnerable of you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I also feel like... Like we are built for this. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, no, literally like, we are. Our bodies are going to know what to do better than we are. So like, part of me is like, don't even stress. Just trust the process. Yeah. 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 Wow. This was a great dish session. Yeah. On oh, pregnancy. I am so excited to be pregnant now. I, like, I just, I know 30 is going to be my prime. I agree because like we are, let's, let's admit it. We're struggling in our 20s. 
And I love being in my 20s, yeah. but I know that, like, 30, flirty, and thriving is my truth. Yes, and, like, I feel like that's still a young mom. Should we head on over to our sleighs and dismays? Yeah, hit it. <sighs> okay. Um, My sleigh is that right before... That's going to be my sleigh. <laughs> right before this year episode, me and my cousin played my favorite game in the world. Oh. I'm letting you have it, which is Rummy Cube. If anyone has not played, you need to hop yourself onto Jeff Bezos' internet. Get yourself a Rummy Cube. They're like on sale for $11 on Amazon right now. And play until you drop. It is so much fun. It is like a mind game in a way that challenges your brain, makes you smarter, makes you stronger, all of those things. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, that is my sleigh. Because I had so much fun. I Me too. I want to play again. Let's play tomorrow. Like okay. my mom and papa, they play every night. Yes, let's do it. Um, my dismay is that it's the first week back since Thanksgiving break. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not having a good week. Um, and like a lot of the times I feel like I don't have a great day or a great week because my students are maybe trifling a little bit but like honestly I feel like I have enjoyed my students more this week than I have like all year and some of that distance makes the heart grow fonder something actually I think I credit it to my therapist because we talked about a lot of things in that regard so I've really been like working on that but the adults in the building have been making it hard for me to do my job I'll say it I'll say it in case they're listening you're the problem um hi it's me you're the problem. It's you. And that's been really frustrating. But hopefully this too shall pass. This too shall pass. What's yours? My sleigh is the World Cup. I've been so into the World Cup. Wow. So when I gave um, you the opportunity to take the sleigh, I thought you were going to take. You didn't. It might come up later. <laughs> um, my sleigh is the World Cup. Okay. Say more. I have just been so excited, so invested in it. I've been shouting at the TV, which I don't ever shout, and especially not at the TV. I'm so excited. So when that happened to me, uh-huh. I was I was like, what she? Yeah, what just happened? I'm so excited to watch you watch the World Cup on Saturday. Or maybe even listen. Like, maybe that's what I'm going to wake up to is hearing you yell you at might. the TV. I'm going to try to be quiet. I no, please. In my room. No, 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 um, no, no, no. Don't oh, watch okay. it in your room. Okay. I want to experience okay. it with you, even if I'm still talking to bed. Got it. Um, But yeah, I also did not expect... USA to be moving on so I really was like soaking it all up but now I mean this could also be their last game on Saturday but I just never have I felt so patriotic Mm, something about something something about soccer something about soccer something about soccer yeah oh I just love my country I would like to interject with what I thought you were gonna say for your sleigh Mm. which is that also right before this we discovered our new karaoke song You've been hit by, you've been struck by a smooth criminal. We slayed it. And it is the Glee version. And we were discussing this earlier. If you've seen that clip, there is more sexual tension between two homosexuals in that room than I've ever seen in my life. It's astounding. It's incredible. And you need to go watch it for yourself. And that's the best song in the entire Glee discography. It's the best performance. All right. I know how you feel about Proud Mary. Yeah. But something who we might have to watch it. No, we totally will. Yeah, and we're doing karaoke to it because we were rehearsing. The only thing (laughs) is, I love it for our karaoke number, but that instrumental 
There's a long instrumental in the middle. We're going to work with it. We're going to try it tomorrow at karaoke. Yeah. And if it's not a slight, we've already had one dismay at karaoke. Yeah, already yeah. When we hit him with Mariah Carey mm-hmm. while I went for Sis Is You. So hopefully this will be our rebound, but maybe we will never be allowed to show our faces there again. That's so true. Your dismay. My dismay is that Adam hates his advent calendar. <laughs> I bought Adam an advent calendar um, from Trader Joe's, and it was like six bucks, but it has little treats for every day. Oh, you know how an advent calendar works. I need to explain it. Um, and today was his first day, and I took it out. First of all, way more than I thought it would be. Yeah. Three little pieces. Not little. And they were three big pieces. Three pieces the size of my pinky finger. I crumbled them up and he didn't eat any of it. I'm going to peek one more time. He's sitting next to it right now. (laughs) Completely ignoring it. But you know what? I'm going to take his tree out every day, crumble it up, and he's going to have to look at it every day. The thing about Adam is he is not motivated in the slightest by food. No, he's He's so uninterested. And I wish he was a little more interested because it would be exciting to give him things. I know, but he's not. Yeah. He's just not. Hey, maybe there'll be something in there that really catches his fancy. I think they're all the same. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be a long month of seaweed and salmon. <laughs> so that's kind of my dismay. That was my parenting failure. So we live and we learn. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, thanks well, next for time we, tuning in. Yeah, next time we talk to you, maybe we'll be pregnant. <gasps> um, that was not. my New Year's resolution. And oh. It hasn't happened yet. <gasps> was it in earnest, your New Year's resolution? I mean, it was like half ironic, half legit. Like New Year's resolution for this year that's almost ending. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Well. I've only got a few weeks. We'll let you know if we're pregnant next week. Catch you later.